Uh, one of the more obscure levers into the uh, 146 play in the Open Championship is young Sam Blewett, who is the son of Greg Blewett, who uh, everybody who knows and loves their Australian cricket knows only too well. 46 tests. I think he played for Australia, the current fielding coach with Cricket Australia, and a fine, fine golfer in his own right. But we're not even talking about G Blewett anymore. We're talking about young Sam. And Greg's been good enough to join us on Inside the Ropes. Hello, mate. I'm very well. I'm looking forward to this afternoon, um, knocking off and getting and getting home to watch the golf. But um, no, I'm really well. Looking forward to it. And is the family all on the Ricky Fowler bandwagon, or is it just the little fella? No, we're all on him. I've uh, I ha- I've had a little splurge on Ricky, so I reckon he's uh, I reckon his last twelve months have been outstanding. So I reckon he's as good a chance as anyone. I don't think any of the top boys are playing that well, apart from Ricky. So I reckon he's uh, I reckon he's half a chance. And the reason we're talking about um, Ricky Fowler and you through the uh, paradigm of your two-and-a-half-year-old son is because not only does a little fella who carries the blue at surname have a very, very good golf swing at that age, but he seems to be, and we've seen it via various social media platforms, Greg, he's obsessed with Ricky Fowler. How did this all come about? Well, he's, well this is all thanks to my wife who films absolutely everything. So it's not only our kids, but also you know, the dog gets a bit of a run as well. Right. He, hasn't, he hasn't gone viral yet, but um, yeah, she films absolutely everything. So it's like a little uh, paparazzi following us around. But he, um, I don't know, he's just, he just gravitated towards Ricky for some reason, whether it's his, you know, whether it's the bright colours of his clothes or I'm not too sure, but he can't. I mean, he's two and a half. He's a bit of a he's a he's a bit slow on the talking um, at the moment, but he can say well, he intends to say Ricky. It's more of a Ricky blah blah, <laughs> and he can and he can get Brooks Kepker out, but that's about it. So um, they seem like he yeah, that, that's his two favourites. But he's got the Ricky Fowler poster up now in his room, which is also thanks to my lovely wife. But um, yeah, he seems to be the flavour of the month at the moment. Was he kissing that poster around the knee area last night? And then the last one I saw, Greg. Oh, mate, it's a bit. It is a bit tragic. I've got to admit, but he um, he kisses Ricky goodnight every night. So <laughs> mum and dad get a kiss, the brother gets a kiss, and then Ricky's the last one to get a kiss. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, for those who aren't following along already, and I can't believe there are many left in Australia who aren't. Sam Blewett Golf on Twitter at Sam Blewett Golf. He's, as you say, he's become a bit of a viral sensation. He's done some amazing things, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that because you're here. I mean, it's legitimately amazing what a two-year-old is doing with a golf stick, and he, he seems obsessed, Greg. I, my personal favourite is when he whacks one out of your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that wasn't planned, obviously. It, sort of, um, it, was, it was like a little funnel sitting on top of my forehead, and... Um, Again, I got bullied into it by my wife. She goes, Carl, let's just give this a crack. And then um, he went bash, and it sort of obviously dug into my nose and sort of started bleeding in between the, <laughs> on the bridge of the nose. So, um, yeah, that one went all right. And then I think it all sort of started with um, we've got an ice dispenser in our fridge, and he just did it out of the blue. He grabbed a, an ice club and started um, getting the ice cubes out of the fridge and then and then whacking them off the floor like, you know, the, the ice cubes were his golf balls. So... That's sort of how it's all sort of started on the social media. And then, you know, the missus has caught on with it and uh, she's running with it. Yeah. What about the tanties, mate? This, <laughs> he has thrown some of the great tanties when you've yeah. gone to pick him up or rip his club out of his hands when you've got to go somewhere. Have you got that under control? No, no. Well, you've, <laughs> you've seen one of them. That's, his, uh, that's a regular occurrence. He's, he's probably getting a little bit better, I'd say. But, you know, he's obviously that, at that age. He's two and a half and he's, um, he likes to get his own way. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. We're lucky enough to we back onto 
and oval. So we go out a couple of times a day to you know take the dog out. But he obviously Sam comes out with the golf clubs, and I try and you know take a football out there or a soccer ball to try and get him kicking around. But if we don't take the golf clubs out, that's it. You know he just uh, he won't go out without his golf clubs. So <laughs> um, that's just the way he, that's the way he is. I mean he's um, he's absolutely obsessed with golf. Um, I watch a lot of golf anyway on TV, but. Um, if I go to sort of, you know, switch it over to the football or, you know, something else, he, uh, he's not a happy unit. So, I don't know, it's just the way, I think it all sort of started with, like, I, I do love my golf. And I, I had a wedge um, downstairs in the TV. And I, when he was smaller, you know, about the age of one, I was sort of, you know, just practicing my chipping and trying to groove the swing uh, while I was watching TV. And I think he just sort of picked it up from there. But, um, yeah, he's, he's obsessed at the moment. It's nice to hear, Greg, that you, you know a lot of the, the pros that I've played alongside uh, they, that started at a young age, their parents um, heavily incentivized playing golf. Um, they'd you know say they'd go out to the park and they'd say if you if you hit this tree you get a treat or you know you get a doll or, or whatever it was that they wanted. Um, do you, you know do you feel the need or is it, is it sounds as though the want is just purely coming from him? Yeah, that's right. No, not at all. Um, we're certainly not that way inclined. And, you know, myself coming from a, a sporting background, I certainly don't want to, you know, be seen as one of those parents or pushy parents. And um, we're just going to let him evolve with it. I mean, I think there'll come a time when he's exposed to, uh, you know, football and cricket. You know, once he gets around um, kids his age, around about, you know, starting school or whatever, and he can do absolutely whatever he wants. We're not... Uh, we're certainly not saying that, you know, golf is the, the sport, but we certainly don't either, you know, give him a lolly if he but he holds one <laughs> right. fifteen feet or anything like that. So, um no, he's just he's just purely playing at the moment. It's it's great to watch. So another bit young Sam, unless you got I, one. I got one more. Okay, right, I got one. Right. Sorry to interrupt you, Andy, but no, like, Bluey, when he's probably too young to appreciate it, but you know, when you put out a tweet on his behalf <laughs> and Steve Smith retweets it or you know <laughs> w- one of the Indian legends retweets it or something yeah. like that from the cricket sense, I mean. Yeah. Has he got any concept of what that means and how far his little brand, for oh, want of better words, growing? No, no idea. No idea. And I suppose when he you know, does get to an age where he can, uh, he can probably look back and see some of the videos, he'll probably have a bit of a chuckle. But no, he's got no idea. Him and, him and Steve Smith are great mates. Um, Smudger a, a loves Sam, so he spends a lot of time in his room when we're on on tour or interstate, so they've got a great little connection. And um, I think, you know, Steve just loves you know, little kids and sport and all that sort of stuff. So it's a good little relationship. And you know, David Warner's got a couple of little girls, and he's always playing with Sam as well. They all they all love having the kids around. So it's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So let's talk about the old man who you know obviously loves the game and he's particularly good at it. And before we finish up this chat, people who don't know that will have a sense for it. How much was it a um, a, a trade-off for you, Greg, when you were playing cricket that I'm sure you still played as much golf as you pro- pro- possibly could, but you weren't able to commit to the game the way you can post your cricket playing career. How much was it a trade-off for you that you had to kind of give the game away? Oh, uh, well, I, you know, golf was just a, a really fun thing for me to do. Like, I never really aimed to be that good at it, to be honest. Um, I, it was just a great little outlet for me, get away from cricket, um, get out with some mates, um, be competitive, you know, always go and make sure I go in the comp, um, have a little side bet amongst ourselves. And for me, that was just a great way to, um, you know, be competitive, but also, 
not be an environment where I was worrying about my cricket or you know anything else. So that's really how it started. And when I when I was playing cricket professionally, I'd, I'd sort of play off a handicap of around about four. But I I never practiced golf. I ha- absolutely hated it. And it's only since I gave cricket away that I've really enjoyed you know getting out in the range and having you know I could have a chip and a putt for two hours at least. You know I just I love it getting out in the fresh air and you know I've learned a lot about you know different grasses and you know bounces on wedges and all that sort of stuff. I had no idea until about you know five or six years ago. So um, I'm learning all the time and I um, want to get better at it. Like anything else, I just want to get better at it. So I don't find enough like a lot of people don't find a lot of enough time to to get out as much as I'd like to at the moment. But I just think it's a it's an unbelievable sport and. Um, I'm glad the little fella's playing at the moment, and hopefully, you know, he plays it, you know, well into his adulthood as well. But it's a, it's a great game, that's for sure. Greg, we see a lot of, you know, professional athletes struggle at the transition once they finish playing their own sport. Would you say that golf has been integral to kind of your transition period? That it kind of gave you something, yeah, you know, to really invest in that that yeah. wasn't cricket. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, instead of so I, I transitioned straight into the media after I finished playing and um, had a fair bit of time on my hands, to be honest. Like, I'd go, sometimes I'd go two or three weeks where I didn't have to work. So um, I was also single at the time, so I'd just get in my car and head down to the golf course and either play or, or practice. But it, gave, it definitely filled a gap for me, there's no doubt about that. It gave me something to sort of get my teeth into and, um, and as I said, try and get better at it. And I love being competitive as well, so it doesn't matter what sport I play, I you know love... Um, trying to do my best and it definitely filled a void for me there's no doubt about it I've got $20, $20 in my pocket Blue it's my last <laughs> lobster and I've got yeah. to watch you and Ricky Ponting play a game of golf uh, who, who am I putting it on? Um, it's a bloody good question We, I reckon he gets asked that all the time I certainly do we actually haven't played that much golf together um, whenever we're at a golf event we're normally playing in you know, different groups so um, I'd like to think it'd be a pretty good game, um, but knowing, you know, we probably started out as pretty similar cricketers, and then Ricky took over, so <laughs> he'd probably do the same on the golf course. I'm not too sure, but uh, I'd like to. I'd like to think it'd be a pretty good game. So let me ask you, like, a semi-serious question about golf. Yep. You, you, you post your cricket playing days, you make two. Two, maybe even more. I can't remember. State teams um, to play, you know, in the, in the national championships of South Australia, yep. and I don't know what year it was. Maybe correct me. Two thousand and twelve. You square a match when South Australia was taking on New South Wales against Dimi Papadatis. Yeah. I had a six foot of the win that as well on eighteen <laughs> and missed it. So. Uh, Papadatis yeah. goes on, you know, to win professional tournaments, and you know, you're different age groups, obviously, but yep. you know. He's going to be. It's all in front of him, and he and he's got you know number two hundred and eighty in the world or wherever he sits right now. Has there ever been in any of your little quiet moments as good a cricketer as you were? And I'm not saying you want to trade any of that in, but do you ever think, shit, if I would have you know played golf, who knows what I might have, might have been able to do? Like, has that thought ever crossed your mind? Uh yeah, I'd like to like any other sports person. I reckon you'd like to think that if you you know started at a young age on a different that you might have been, you know, pretty good at it. Um, and you're right, like, I've followed the progress of a few of those guys that played in that, that Interstate Series. Um, Cameron Smith was one of those guys as well. He played in that Interstate Series. I didn't play against him, but um, I think I played a couple of times against Anthony Houston from Victoria. He, he's our 
me up a couple of times. But, um, yeah, I definitely have followed those guys' careers quite closely. And um, and as you said, Andy, they're definitely at a different age to what I am. And I, I certainly can't sort of at a stage where I can give golf a, a fair dinkum crack. I've got to, you know, put a couple of kids through college and, you know, keep earning a living. But um, I sort of... I've looked, I would, I'd be lying if I haven't looked into, you know, the, the seniors tour. And but you look at, I've sort of looked into a little bit of detail about some of the overseas tours, like the European seniors and the American seniors. And it's bloody just about impossible to to get a card there, and it's a, quite an expensive exercise as well. But um, but in terms of you know trying to, you know, I was getting asked that question all the time when I was you know playing some state golf, oh, but yeah. it's never entered my mind. I've, you know, I've, I just haven't. I can't, uh, you know, give work up for a couple of years to give it a crack. There's, there's no way. But, um, but I followed those guys and they've, they've done well. You know, um, Dimmy's done really well. Won a couple of tournaments and um, done well for himself. So, just before we let you go, what, what have you got the mark down to now, Bluey? And uh, where are you playing your golf? Yeah, I'm um, on. I think I'm on scratch. I'm plus point four or something like that. So. Um, Mate, I'm not playing much. I've, I've been home from England for a month. I've, I've played once. Um, I'm playing down at Kiyonga. Um, having said that, we've got a we've got an event. On, we've got a Varden event on Sunday, which I've entered into. So um, I'm going to try and sneak away, play a round of golf tomorrow, um, get a bit of practice in, and see how I go on Sunday. But um, yeah, just not playing as much as I'd like at the moment. But um, I'm hoping that uh, that might change a little bit going forward. And one last one would be wrong of us not to ask you about the current state of play with. The administrators and the cricketers are we yeah. we're going to are we going to get I mean you're you're close to both sides of this I, I, I imagine you know you sort of straddle it you know as a guy who works with the players and a past player not that yeah. long ago really and somebody who sees it I'm sure from the employer's perspective as well are you confident this is going to get resolved you know amicably and and you know as soon uh, as possible well it, it, it'll definitely get resolved I mean it, it was pleasing to hear last week that. You know, some um, constructive talks have started. Um, it is a, it is a real shame it's got to this. You know, they've had you know an MOU goes for five years, so you'd like to think um, either a year out or two years out they might have started talking mm-hmm. about this a little bit more. But um, I, I'm confident it will get done. Um, it's not a great look for cricket. There's no doubt about that. And I reckon there will be some some scars between the players and the administration. But I think. You know, time will heal that, and I just hope that it's done for everyone's sake because we've got a big summer coming up. Absolutely. We all love our cricket as much as we love our golf, mate. Hey, thanks for joining us on the show. Great to see the little fella enjoying the game as much as he is, and uh, it sounds like a fantastic environment for him to enjoy all the good things about the game of golf. Uh, Thanks for your time, mate. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Greg Blewett joining us on Inside.